2: Welcome to the American Adversaries Radio Show on this All Hallows Eve Eve. You know, I got it wrong last night. What'd you say? I was calling last night All Hallows Eve Eve, but it's out. A- last night was actually All Hallows Eve Eve Eve. 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 <laughs> Tonight is All Hallows Eve Eve. Could have All- made it a lot easier just by saying Halloween Eve Eve. Or All whatever. Hallows Eve squared. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Alright, anyway, we're here. We're live. Thank you for being there as we once again come to you on the big new boulder stronger and yes indeed more important to listen to than even just a couple of days ago and that is of course salem media group's news talk station of the year am 950 and fm 94.9 the answer w o r l and there's a multitude of ways that you can listen. You can listen to all the great programming here 24/7 live over the airwaves, of course. Also at the answerorlando.com website where we encourage you to join the Answer Seekers Club. A lot of great things going on there, including you have a chance to win some great contests. And then you can also listen on your Alexa devices 24/7, and if you download the free Answer Orlando app, you can listen on your smart devices 24/7. You can listen to us live or from the archive. 24-7 at AmericanAdversaries.com and the same with thing with our Rumble channel, American Adversaries and we are up and rumbling tonight I see we've got the green lights flashing and just a moment, uh, a moment or so ago, Rick was uh, waving to the camera How you doing, Rick Brown? I'm doing very well, how are you, sir? Excellent, excellent. Always good to be here on a Monday Absolutely I am the philosopher, political mad scientist Christopher Hart. Jeff Sinis is on the bridge. Rick and I are in the Relax and Comfort studios. And of course this hour of the show is brought to us by Proclaiming Justice to the Nations. And normally Lori Cardoza-Moore would be with us but she has been called to Tennessee to take care of some school board book stuff up there.
3: So you and I are alone and
2: unsupervised. Uh, that's right. It's kind, it's kind of scary but the opportunities are endless. That's right because, because <laughs> the, the adult. <laughs> who's normally here? Big John Barrows uh, couldn't be with us tonight, but uh, he plans on being back with us next week. So, uh, but once again, please uh, keep the prayers going for John and Brenda, Rick's wife, and. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, of course, all the the folks who've been suffering over there in Israel. But, uh, you know, we've got some, some praying we need to do closer to home here. So uh, please keep them coming. All right. So 407 774 8255 is the number. Abe Katzman will be joining us and giving an update on what's going on over there here in just a few minutes. we got some other news we're going to get to as well. And uh, tonight, being that it is all a Hallows Eve Eve, we're going to pull something from the archive for you. And it is, as we called it, the moral of the story from our War of the Words special that we did on October the 31st, 2010. And it's amazing because we, 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 we pulled some cuts out of it. And on last year's October the 30th 2022 show, we played some of the cuts, and we played this last bit that we did. This was the end of the the uh, of the uh, shall we call it radio theater broadcast, and and it's it's uncanny because of what's been happening since then. Mm-hmm. That 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 what we did that night was so prescient as to what would come later on, and so we're gonna play you. What we did last year... Which incorporates what we did that first year, <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, a little bit of it anyway. A little about about nine and a half minutes of it, and that's how we're gonna finish the show tonight and get you in the moods, you know, for the spooky things that might be happening tomorrow. But anyway,
3: <laughs> I have to go buy candy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, anyway, well, I do have some uh, Tootsie Pops left over from the Randy's party last oh, week. Oh, do you? You need a handful of those, but anyway. Anyway, the, um, so that's a little special treat in for you for tonight at the end of the show, the last nine and a half minutes or so, okay? so uh, but, but I encourage you to listen to it, every bit of it, because lo and behold, we wouldn't know what would come over those next years. Remember, this was done t- 13 years ago. Obama. Yes, that's right. And it, 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 some of the similarities are remarkable, so... And, and if you want to hear the full uh, War of the Words broadcast, you can go to our archive. You have to go all the way back, though, to that very first October that we were on the air. You know, we'd only been on the air two months. Yep. And to think that we were able to pull that off, it, I, I, I'm pretty proud of it. So, anyway, you can find it in our archive uh, on October the 31st, 2010, for the, for the full version. All right, well, we'll give you a taste of it tonight if you haven't heard of it. Some of you already have. In the meantime, let's get down to some business here. It appears as though the car businesses are going to be back in business because GM was the final Corporation uh, car manufacturer today to go ahead and agree to a tentative agreement with the UAW, and it looks like it's a pretty much a done deal. Uh, the, it is a, a, The contract with General Motors is patterned after the Ford deal, which also Stellantis was patterned on. So that means now that all three of the major manufacturers have made an agreement tentative such as it is because the full rank and file membership still has to vote on it but it certainly has the thumbs up from the the, the union leadership and if i'm not mistaken i think it's like a 25 percent raise and across the board and for their veterans 33 percent that's right so it, it's this is it's it's a stout raise Um, But I think also what it does is it's a a nail in the coffin of these stupid EVs. I, I think that these manufacturers are going to limit their, say, their plunge into the EV manufacturing, because it is not profitable for any of them. The only manufacturer that right now in the United States that's producing EVs that's making money on them, that I know of, is Tesla. Yeah. And because the three major, you know, legacy manufacturers are losing money hand over fist on the things. And
3: nobody's buying a second one. No. You know, they may be ignorant enough to buy a first one, thinking that for whatever they're thinking to buy one. Yep. But then the battery dies before the car does, and you're faced with the $20,000, 25000 bill to replace the batteries in this $20,000 economical electric car they
2: sold you. And a shell of a car that nobody wants. Yeah. Right? Because they ain't got no battery in it.
3: There's no trade in value right. because you've got to replace the batteries.
2: Yep. So Rick's absolutely right. People who have bought these tend not to buy them again. Not everybody, some people do. Some people really love them. They have, generally speaking, lots of money, (laughs) and having, you know, uh, a, shall we say, a disposable car isn't necessarily that big a deal to them, but nonetheless, this is something that nobody ever thought about because we never got to this point. In other words, the life cycle of these vehicles is just now beginning to mature. And over the next few years, as these macar- as these cars mature out, shall we say, then the stories in the news are going to be, you know, what do we do with these things?
3: We've seen the horror photos of the, of France, right? Yeah, and these just, acres and acres and acres yeah. of these used up electric cars that nobody wants, and that it's yeah. too expensive to change the batteries, and yeah. and they're just sitting out here to rot. What do we do with them?
2: I just had an idea. As you we were talking fire, about that, by the way, here's what they should do. First of all, take the batteries out, right? And then you're gonna have to figure out what to do with them because they're, of course, toxic. Toxic. But uh, then you could mount solar panels on top of all of the car shells that are left over, right? As they're parked side by side over these acres, and right? Make a solar farm. And then turn them into a solar farm, right? There. You, that's what you call renewable energy. <laughs> Jeez. Oh my lord. Anyway. Anyway, I don't know uh, what they're going to do with those batteries.
3: I really don't.
2: Nobody does. I mean, that's just hundreds it. of thousands of these things. Yeah, they, they can be quote unquote <clears throat> recycled, but it's a very expensive process, and it's the, the, the batteries are not efficient after that. So, you know, it's it's as the market or as the the, the lifespan of the vehicles matures, the reality sets in. And that's what's beginning to happen now. Yeah. So, but anyway, yeah. uh, the th- this means that uh, all of the car manufacturers uh, will be going back uh, to work, or the factories, and that also would be the parts manufacturers uh, who are being affected by this. So it's yeah. good news for the uh, for the American uh, automobile manufacturer uh, unions. Uh, Pretty good news for the manufacturers because I think it gives them more direction going forward. And as far as the uh, the drivers, uh, the consumers, probably going to mean some higher prices on those vehicles. Yeah, what nine hundred per vehicle? The same, something like that. Yeah, <clears throat> it's yep. crazy. Yeah, yep. but hey, if you're spending seventy, eighty thousand dollars on a car, what's another nine hundred bucks? Yeah, right? <laughs> right. of course. <laughs> all right. Well, anyway. Uh, Once again, this hour of the show is brought to us by Proclaiming Justice to the Nations. And Lori and her team over there really do remarkable work with the resources that they have. Um, But you can be a part of it, too. And real easy to do. Just go to the website pjtn.org. That's pjtn.org for Proclaiming Justice to the Nations. And uh, you can sign up there. There you don't have to sign. You don't have to spend any money to be a part of the alerts that they send out. But if you would like to be a part uh, of. The organization in a more substantial way. You can become a watchman for twenty dollars a month. If, and if you can't do it regularly, maybe do it once. But uh, uh, please become a watchman. And because this is these times that we live in, as I say, when we get to that war of the words thing later on, this is make it or break it time. I mean, and and for what. You know, for the twenty dollars a month for what she can accomplish, it's 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 very reasonable. I think uh, uh, price point uh, to get involved in this sort of thing, so that we protect our children and be more vigilant on what goes on in our schools to make sure that Judeo-Christian heritage is being taught and properly taught. This is the focus of proclaiming justice to the nations. I think Lori has made that pretty clear. She did. And so it is, uh, and by the way, I want to compliment Rick and John and Lori uh, for last week, uh, where I stepped out early to go see Police State. I was listening as I was driving up the street, and... uh, I thought they did a great job. So, uh, hats off to thank you know, for thank that and appreciate that. I won't feel so nervous next time. Thank you. <laughs> when well, I have Nor to do in the studio. <laughs> All right. Anyway, that's pjtn.org. And please do become a watchman. All right. When we come back, our man Abe Katzman is going to be joining us. Thank you, folks, for joining us. And if you would like to join the debate, That's a week from Wednesday. That's November the 8th in Miami. That's the third GOP debate. Salem Media Group has partnered with NBC. And uh, you're going to have Lester Dolt. And then that Kirsten Welker and Hugh Hewitt will be the moderators. And they're going to give away two tickets uh, to treat some uh, one of our listeners, uh, some Salem listeners, to the debate. Nice. So here's all you have to do to enter to win. And you can do it today, tomorrow, and through Wednesday of this week. All you have to do is text W-I-N, that's WIN, to 94878. That's it. That's all you have to do. Text WIN to 94878. You can do that each day through Wednesday, and perhaps you will win that pair of tickets to go to Miami for that third debate. In the meantime, we'll be back with more of the American Adversaries Radio Show.
4: AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer.
5: Network sound and video. Many folks are worried that their old videotapes are worn or broken. But aren't they worth restoring? If you could watch your children play when they were little, be there for a birthday party, sporting event, or bring back the memories of a family member, wouldn't that be priceless? Network sound and video will fix and restore your old videos so you can enjoy them again for years to come. What could be more precious than your family videos? Call 407-834-8555. 407-834-8555.
6: New Queso Blanco is officially on the menu at Tijuana Flats. Try it in the new Dueling Queso appetizer alongside our signature gold queso. Double down on deliciousness. Order your Dueling Queso at TijuanaFlats.com.
7: Start building your online presence today, JJCMarketingSolutions.com. That's JJCMarketingSolutions.com.
0: In traffic we've got the answer
7: Looking at the roadways, we've still got police activity on the greenway around Moss Park blockage. Both directions around there. Crash on the beach line eastbound near McCoy. I-4 westbound slow around Colonial and from Kirkman out towards U.S. 27. Eastbound I-4 slow from World Drive to the Turnpike around the 408 around Fairbanks and around West 1st Street. I'm Dave Dorica, your latest answer traffic.
2: Once again, welcome to the American Adversaries Radio Show. And, of course, that music means it is now time to go to Abe Katzman, who's joining us live from Jerusalem. Abe, what's it like tonight in Jerusalem?
9: It's early because we changed the clocks already, so it's only 11.23 p.m. right now.
2: Well, you're not going to know so, what to do uh, with yourself.
9: <laughs> I know it's not even tomorrow yet. You
10: know, a, this is uh, this is very confusing.
2: Well, so, so we appreciate Abe, it. Go ahead, Abe, yeah. How did
3: Israel get to turning clocks back? I thought that was an American South thing because of the harvest. Uh,
9: it was. It's been adopted in a lot of places all over the world, including Europe. And uh, Israel decided to put itself onto the European schedule. Um, yeah. In a way, it was—it was a way of—it of, was a political football. When we should do it, it used to be done a different time every year. Should it be before the holidays, after the holidays, before Passover, after Passover? <laughs> always, and they finally said, "Okay, we're just—we're going with the European schedule."
2: Uh, all right, is it—is it quiet in Jerusalem tonight?
9: Uh, it, relatively, uh, it wasn't such a quiet day, but it's quiet now. Um, we got another air raid siren here. Got a, a rocket siren earlier, hmm. um, and um, there was a, a stabbing, and there was a shooting, and but everything seems to be uh, doing a lot better at this point. Nice and quiet now.
2: Well, that the, the uh, now that the ground offensive, I guess we should call it. Uh, has begun no sooner than it began, and the Western powers uh, wanted to end. and I guess uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu felt obligated to announce today there will be no ceasefire at least I take it in the immediate future.
9: Yeah, I you know he he the way he put it is uh, ceasefire equal surrender. Um, you can't you right. can't just have a ceasefire now. And one of the things that strikes me uh, about that, you know, he's he's got some international support on this from what I thought Mm -hmm. are surprising places. Um, The U.K. prime minister fired one of his aides for calling for a ceasefire. Yeah. So, um, okay, we've got one
2: ally. Hillary Clinton,
9: of all people. You got to be highly critical, highly critical of the idea of a ceasefire.
2: Well, so they've worked so well poll- in the past. <laughs> well, it, it, yep. it, it, I, I don't, maybe she saw some polling or something like that. I, I can't uh, exactly uh, yep. because that doesn't uh, fit her character. That's not what I would think would be part of her character. But, um, meanwhile, the, I guess, this, the, there's violence still in Gaza. I'm sorry, Gaza. I mean, uh, on the Lebanese border, and what is the West Bank looking like? Because I saw a story where the Biden administration is upset that Jews are actually arming themselves in Gaza. I'm sorry, in the West, uh, West in Bank. West in Bank. the West in Bank. Bank. No, I, I should well, a map in front of me here. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
9: I, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, it's it's very easy apparently to upset the Biden administration. Um, at least, if you're Israel or an Israeli, you can you can do it by living somewhere. You can do it by arming yourself. You can do it by standing up to Hamas. There are a lot of ways. So uh, apparently, they you know they they covered a couple of them. Um, I I just I don't really understand it unless it is. I, I almost want to believe that it's just for political cynical reasons because if it isn't. If this is really the way that that half the country is thinking or you know one major party is thinking then um, you know we're we're really we're, we've got a civilizational crisis on our hands mm-hmm. um, well, well, you... I'm not even overstating it I mean no, if you no. can if you cannot commit to aligning with the right side when you're dealing with such obvious evil staring you in the face there's we've got a problem.
2: Yeah. No doubt and I you know more accounts are are coming out, uh, more video coming out of what happened on October the 7th and how horrend, horrendous it was. Horrific and cruel. Uh, what was done to Jews and, and children and elderly people, women. I mean, it's it was just horrible. I, and I, this one girl, I guess, uh, that supposedly was in a safely t- being taken care of in a hospital. Turns out, I guess, uh, it wasn't that at all. To to be an example, give you an example of how horrific this was, they found a piece of her skull and were able to determine that no one could live without this particular bone and were able to identify her. Abe, it it seems like every day the stories just get worse.
9: Yeah. um, Well... It. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what they do in the hospitals. It's possible that they amputated her head. Um, yeah, yeah. There's uh, apparently the what they what they found also uh, apparently demonstrated that she had been decapitated. Right. So uh, they might have been taking good care of her body in the hospital, but yeah. you know the head.
2: Uh, it kind of need that. Yeah, more or less. But it is just, once again, more evidence. And yet, in the face of that, you have these calls for a ceasefire. Uh, and when we come back, uh, we've got a lot more to talk about with Abe Katzman. This hour of the show is brought to us by proclaiming justice to the nations. You can become a part of the solution by joining up by going to PJTN.org. That's PJTN.org. Please become a watchman. All right, don't go away. This will be a quick break. We'll be right back with Abe Katzman.
11: and I'm Keith Peters reporting a Kansas judge has put a new state law banning medication abortions on hold and blocked the state from enforcing older abortion restrictions. The order Monday from a district judge also suspended laws that have spelled out what providers must tell patients and mandated patients to wait 24 hours to have abortions. The United Auto Workers Union says it has reached a tentative contract with General Motors, the last of the Detroit three automakers to agree to a deal. Under the deal reached early Monday, workers at all three companies will return to the job, pending votes on whether to ratify the contracts, which will take place over the next two weeks. The GM deal follows tentative agreements. Union negotiators reached with Ford on Wednesday and Jeep maker Stellantis on Saturday. More details at srnnews.com. AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer.
0: Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer.
7: Lots of crashes and troubles on the roadways. Ongoing police activity on the Greenway around Moss Park. Blockage both directions around there. Crash on 434 near McCullough. Colonial westbound crash out at Bonneville near the 408. The Beachline eastbound crash near McCoy. Your latest answer traffic. I'm Dave Dorica.
0: Welcome to the American Adversaries Drive Time. There ain't no doubt
2: I love this righty welcome once again to the American adversaries radio show and now welcome to you folks who are watching on WACX TV that's right, folks. That is the Super Channel here in Central Florida, 55.7 on your antenna TV remote. And once again, howdy to you folks out there watching on Rumble. All right, we got Rick Brown and myself, Christopher Hart, in the Relax and Comfort Studio. Jeff Sinis is on the bridge. And coming to us from Jerusalem is, of course, our man on the ground there, Abe Katzman. Abe, I guess you saw that Biden wants, you know, this uh, additional appropriations for $106 billion. Uh, I think it was uh, $14 billion for Israel, $60-something billion for Ukraine. He also wanted, I think it was $7 billion or so, for humanitarian aid, ostensibly to be given to the Palestinians. How did that go over in Israel? Did people take note of that?
9: Yeah, you know we've heard this sort of thing before, and for years and years they've been getting literally billions of dollars in humanitarian assistance, hmm. and it's been turned into missiles and terror nice. tunnels and who knows what else. Um, and uh, and the people are still, uh, you know, the people are pawns. Uh, the people, you know, even if and they still support Hamas mostly, but the people to the extent right. they are innocent are pawns of Hamas, and Hamas is, you know, they're pawns of Iran. So, um, <laughs> you know, the, I don't know where, the, where they think this aid is actually going to go, um, <laughs> but it's not going to be, you know, what, what, talk about it after, after they release the, all the, at least all the American hostages.
3: Absolutely. Yeah. After then the war. Then America
9: maybe can talk, about, can talk about aid. Put it can in talk escrow. Aid while they're holding hostages. Uh, This is really outrageous.
2: Yeah. Uh, no doubt it is, and you know, to give half of what they're going to give Israel to give to the Palestinians, it, it does. It just presumably it would all go to the Palestinians. Uh, it just, won't. It just uh, yeah, well, to the Hamas eventually. But yeah, I mean, it's just ridiculous. You you got to think that they they're not that stupid, Abe. You got to think that they know what they're doing when they give that money, and it's a lot. You know, wasn't it John Kerry back back when they did that? original Iranian deal that uh where we gave him the pallets of cash didn't he admit that oh yeah well some of that's going to wind up being used for terrorism yeah uh, I mean it's, yeah so here we go again and on, on the heels of this attack now let, let's get back uh to the hostages because evidently the IDF was able to to free one of the IDF hostages right can yeah. You?
9: No. This is, uh, you know, the same day that this uh, the the woman who we mentioned before, the twenty year old who had been kidnapped, and uh, she had also, if you remember, in the early footage, there was a woman, uh, stripped, being taken around to the back of a pickup truck. Yeah. And that was that was her. So. Uh, They they finished, apparently, by stripping her head from her
2: body. All right, And and by the Um, way, uh, as they took her around, uh, people would take the opportunity to beat on her body and uh, just, just, just just, just horrific. Anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Right.
9: So, you know, you have that revelation, and then you also have the same day a rescue uh, of a 20-year-old female soldier. reportedly in good condition, although you know uh, there are no details. Right. Um, right. Uh, and I don't know that we're going to get details, and I don't know that we want details. Right. Um, right. But uh, the you know this rescue is um, this is getting a lot of traction because this has not been this has been a very rough time here in this country. and here mm-hmm. there's something positive. There's a you know a glimmer of hope to others. Um, this is truly good news. It's a little piece of good news, but you know here people take every single family, every single life, especially those of the soldiers, uh, seriously. And you know you, you save one, um, it, it's uh, it's news. And uh, I who I don't know who else they're going to find, but. Um, you know. Also, if they find one, it means they can. They might find more.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, that's what the, the you know occurred. The thought that occurred to me is: Did they stumble upon this, or did they have intelligence and know where to go? Because it's being portrayed as a special ops, as special operation, right. which would indicate that they knew what, where they were going and what they were going to get. So hopefully they have intelligence where the other hostages are as well. And then I saw, I guess the the Hamas put out a video of three women hostages sitting in chairs uh, talking. Did you see that?
9: Yeah, and uh, you know they've their their techni- Hamas's technique at the um, at the hostage video uh, really could use some work. Um, you know, here they are, they're, you know, every bit, it doesn't even look convincing. They're just criticizing Prime Minister Netanyahu, and it's his fault, and it's his fault for not being prepared, and it's his fault that they're stuck there, and they and they insist that now there be an exchange, all hostages for all prisoners in uh, in, in Israeli custody. Um so, yeah, I don't think uh, so you know that's it, uh, yeah uh, whoever whoever drafted the script for them um i would i'd give them a c. Mm-hmm.
3: But Well, they're used to dealing with the U.S. They might get that deal. That's <laughs> <Yes>, right. <laughs> if it was American hostages, uh, they might, might just get
9: that deal. Uh, oh, they might get some cash with, with with cash and a couple of players to be named later. Yeah, Who knows? Yeah, yeah. We,
3: really. Hey, along those lines, I saw an article in Epic Times this afternoon that said that the IDF had located the command and control center underneath that hospital that's been in the news. Did they actually go in mm-hmm. there, or do they just know where it is?
9: I don't think they've gone in yet because um, I don't think they're that deep yet. Um, no, they're apparently they're doing this very methodically. Yep. And, you know, there's, it, it's interesting, because I think what they're trying to do is don't do whatever is expected. A lot of this has to do with don't let them properly anticipate what you're doing next. So they're taking it a little bit at a time. Um, some of the things they're doing—I mean, you've got—you know—you've got 300 miles worth of tunnels to deal with. So there. In case you're wondering where that humanitarian aid went, right? right um of 300 miles.
2: And, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, but some of these t- tunnels—this th- isn't like uh, you know, uh, uh, on Hogan's Heroes or something. I mean, these are very elaborate tunnels. Some of them so big you can drive a vehicle mm-hmm. through them. Is mm-hmm. that right, Abe? Is that right? Some of them. Yeah.
9: Some of them. I. I. It's not all. I've seen some that are. Uh, well, not exactly Hogan's Heroes, but it's. You know they're they're reinforced, but they're not that big. Okay. Um, all right. So you've got all of these different things, but they've also they're, they're they've electrified them, and they've uh, they've got uh, filtration air filtration systems yep. and all kinds of things in there. They've they've gotten pretty good at it. Yep. Um, and uh, so that's a a big problem trying to figure out where these things are. But one thing that's happened. Uh, one thing apparently that they're doing is, they're when they do find, um, I guess when they find entrances, they uh, they they basically they seal it with a like expanding foam. Um, oh yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> if, I think that's what I what what they're using here.
2: If that's the stuff that uh, you can like buy at Home Depot here. Yeah. Oh, it's gooey. for and,
9: lifting up concrete. And, yeah. And
2: it's sticky. I mean, that stuff is <laughs> it, it's not easy once it's in there uh to extra get mm-hmm. it out. Um cool. That's uh very innovative. Um in the meantime, I take it the airstrikes continue. But what what about Hezbollah? They seem to have been kind of quiet over the last few days or is that a misperception? Yeah,
9: it's, it's I think it's part they've been quiet but not silent they've been relatively quiet there are you know there are skirmishes there have been people there have been a couple of people killed Israelis killed up along that border mm. um and uh, but there's this I don't know this waiting game that both sides seem to be playing I'm not sure um I don't know if uh, you know how. Even if Israel has a good has a good guess as to what Hezbollah's plan is, um, I don't know how much confidence I'd put in it. I don't think anybody. I don't think either side really knows what the other side is going to be doing at this point. And a lot of that has to do with how many other players might be getting involved. So um, uh, we. Uh, I, I think visibility here for what things are going to look like even a week from now, no idea.
3: Hey, hey, I Abe, was, I was also reading that uh, Li Jing in China, the Chinese premier, has said that they are firmly and resolutely in support of Iran and everything that Iran is doing. Has there been any evidence of Chinese weapons showing up yet in the hands of Hamas or Hezbollah?
11: I haven't.
9: Uh, I have not seen reports of that. It wouldn't surprise me,
3: mm-hmm.
9: and you know what? It wouldn't even have to. It wouldn't even necessarily mean that they were provided directly by China. Uh, you know, there's there's an arms market out
3: sure. there. Sure. Yeah.
9: And uh, yeah.
2: In the meantime, you mentioned other players getting involved. The United States has been hitting targets in Syria and I guess also in Iraq because they've been getting harassed. And I it suppose, I guess it's like 180 or 200 attacks now on these American installations since Biden took office. And, of course, they've accelerated yeah, but, but over... we've hit last... back five times. <laughs> yeah. Empty warehouses. Yeah, right. I mean, uh, are these... Is, is this significant, or is this just par for the course since Biden's president?
9: It, you know, it depends. It depends if there's any follow-through. So, yeah, striking these targets is good. Um, they probably should have been doing a lot more... Uh, you know giving given stronger responses along the way um really what the administration needs to do at this point is prove that it can be tough and not just talk tough because I, if i were the the person on the iranian side handicapping what the uh what the administration was probably going to do um you know, the default position is to back away, is to pull away, is to avoid confrontation, further confrontation. You can get away with an awful lot of stuff, but the result of doing, of, of what they're doing is you undermine any deterrent value that, that you have. And again, it's never just about the particular skirmish. This isn't, this isn't just about Iran and Syria. It's about the United States. And in Taiwan, they're, they're, they're not sleeping well at night when they see this type
2: of thing from the U.S. Sure. Yeah, no doubt about it. Meanwhile, Iran has been threatening to get more directly involved. Is that right?
9: Yeah. they. Uh, I mean, you know, sometimes they do. They, they, uh, they've been saying, you know, they, there's been um, a certain amount of trash-talking. Um, which they, you know, there, there's often, that, that's not unusual. Um, and in this case, it's kind of gone along with a, uh, you know, what I think frightens Israel, is how fast there has been this pivot, sort of, to this international backlash against anything that Israel might be doing. And the, the degree of support for Hamas here, is um i think it's, it has stunned a lot of people and it just keep it's one thing after another i don't know if you saw these reports yesterday um in there was a flight from tel aviv into dagestan russia so that's like next to chechnya right yeah and there were mobs mm-hmm. rioting going in to, to, to confront the plane pull off any israelis which well so they diverted they they got wind of it, and they uh, diverted the flight. And then the, the mobs showed up at the other airport, and they said there were no Israelis on this flight. I don't know what this flight was for. Maybe it was like, I don't know, Russian construction workers or something. Who knows? Um, but the, uh, and then they were going around, because there were rumors of this going to hotels and, and pulling people out of their rooms and checking their papers. And it, this is this is not supposed to happen. Yeah.
2: Um, yeah. You had, I mean, it, it wasn't as violent, but you had the Brooklyn Bridge shut down for several hours yesterday, as there was this pro-Palestinian march going across it.
3: Oh, the nonsense at Cornell uh, yeah. and the American universities. Yeah. 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 Oh, and totally Cooper shameful. Union. Yeah. The stupidity Cooper coming Union out of is our.
9: The scary is the scary one because that was. I mean, I can only imagine what that must have been like if you yeah. saw that. There was a protest, and there were um, there were some Jewish students that were trapped, and ultimately they had to be locked inside the library for their own protection, right. while mm-hmm. the mobs are pounding on the door, wanting to get in. But of course, there's nothing. It's not anti-Semitic. It's only anti-Zionist. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, uh. And uh, I heard somebody say, I, "I don't know if this was a, somebody said this with a straight face, but I, I hope they were kidding that they were suggesting ways different different strategies for these Jewish students, and one was to that they should hide in the attic." Oh God, uh. that's kind of where we are. Yeah, that's, yep, that it is, is kind of where I bet it feels like that to them.
2: Yeah. No, I'd be advising them to get a thirty-eight special. Is what I'd be advising. them Well, to in do.
3: Cornell, there was documents yeah. floating around saying they should shoot the Jewish students.
2: This is uh, this is a, I don't know how to describe this other than to say this is showing people for who they are. Abe, eh? I mean, this is yeah. it's kind of like uh, there, there's no more restraints that if you were anti-Semitic, anti-Zionist or hate Christians, it's okay to go out and and parade around and show it off and make threats and presumably uh, even follow through with them.
3: You know, part of what Putin was saying about Ukraine was that they were Nazis, right? Because they had the Nazis' ties from back in the war. And he used that as a derogative term for them when he was speaking about them and and one of the reasons why he was in there. So has he said Mm -hmm. anything or made any vocalization about what happened in Russia yesterday or... Has he been silent?
9: I don't think he said anything about it. He's he's uh, he may at this point he may want Israel to be nervous about what he will do in terms of protecting or not protecting Jews. Um, Up until now, he's been pretty reliable. I would say Mm -hmm. it's the one area where he's where you can say, okay, he's got a thing he's got. He's not an anti-Semite. On the contrary, Natan Sharansky has said Putin loves Jews. I don't know if that's totally Mm true. Right. But uh, and it doesn't mean it's his top priority. Right. But he's, you know, I mean, his problem here. Um, I'm sure he'd love to be cozy with Israel, but if Israel, the closer Israel is with the with the U.S. and with Ukraine, or whatever, you know, it's a, it's a bit of a problem for him.
2: Um, I, I did see that the I think it was a Russian news media outlet said that the Russian government was blaming the mobsters on they were calling them terrorists, and that it was plotted and planned in the Ukraine. So the, well, of course. It's, it's, we'll, we'll take what we can get, right? Oh, why not? Uh,
9: all right. Okay,
2: sure. Uh, okay. And, and, and by the way, I, did, I do think that they did arrest some of them. What may happen to them, we don't know, of course. All right, when we come back, um, one of the, our government officials has given Israeli war plans to Iran. We'll find out who it was and what they think about it in Israel when we come back with Abe Katzman. Once again, you can follow Abe on Facebook. Also, his website, abekatzman.com, and Katzman is spelled with an S. We'll be right back. This hour is brought to us by Proclaiming Justice to the Nations. You'll find them at pjtn.org. AM 950
0: and FM 94.9, The Answer.
12: Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Do you suffer with low energy, difficulty sleeping, digestive issues, frequent illnesses, and more? If you answered yes to any of these questions, Heist Health Clinic is for you. Hi, this is Renee Humphreys. At Heist Health Clinic, we use holistic methods to balance your body so it can help heal itself. Call Heist Health Clinic at 407-677-1660 or go online to drheist.com so we can help you experience outrageous health.
2: at 407-366-6499 or visit them at jerry'snb.com. Remember, they're your dealership alternative. Jerry'snb.com 407-366-6499.
6: Friends, Lair Adams of the American Adversaries here to remind you to call Cafe Positados right now and ask about today's chef specials. You know they make the best pizza strombolis and calzones but call ahead the menu changes. Maybe tonight they'll have chicken with mustardello sauce, salmon in a mango citrus glaze, flounder with mushrooms, mushrooms, mushrooms and spinach in a wine reduction, or parmesan-crusted T-bone steak. Got you drooling yet? Google it now and dine in, pick up, or have delivered Central Florida's most authentic Italian food, Cafe Positano's.
13: Hi, I'm John Siebert, President of Patriot Home Funding, Central Florida's best mortgage broker. And we are making mortgages great again by offering the lowest rates and best service, all while not charging any lender, junk fees, or points on most of our products. And if you are a veteran, we will pay for your appraisal as a way of saying thanks for your service. Take the Patriot Home Funding Challenge. We'll give you five-star luxury service and save you money. Give us a call at 407-389-5132. That's 407-389-5132. 132, or visit us at myphf.com. At Patriot Home Funding, we finance the American dream. Patriot
7: Home Funding is a licensed mortgage broker business in the state of Florida, NMLS 171699, and is an equal housing lender. John Siebert is a licensed mortgage originator in the state of Florida, NMLS 305711.
2: We all know we can't avoid death and taxes. Here in Florida, we also can't avoid mold, mildew, and grime building up on our homes, businesses, carports, and sidewalks. When it's time for you to tackle that dirt and grime, call Deer Brothers Exterior Cleaning, D-E-E-R-E. They do it all from soft washing roofs to high-powered washing for those really tough jobs. No job too big or small. So when it comes time for you to deal with the mold, mildew, and grime, call Deer Brothers Exterior Cleaning at 407-978-8834. Leave the dirty work to them, 407-978-8834. Ladies and gentlemen, the American Adversaries radio show this hour being brought to us by Proclaiming Justice to the Nations, PJTN.org. we got Abe Katzman on the line. Abe, what what is this with John Kerry giving Israeli war plans to the Iranians? How did he get his hands on them if this actually happened? What do you know about it?
9: Well, um, I actually don't know very much about it. Uh, I was trying—I I know that there has been what looks like a kind of a resurfacing of a, of a previous story that we knew, but I don't know if you—I'm not sure what what new John Kerry revelations there have been. What we had before um, is that uh, apparently there is there was confirmation from a, uh, a recording of— uh iranian foreign minister what's his name javid zarif Zarif, yeah um who said that he found out he was that Zarif was complaining about iranian intelligence and he found he said he he found out from Kerry that israel had uh, was doing like all these you know 200 bomb, 200 uh different missions targeting uh, iranian assets in syria um and uh, he apparently confirmed, no, he did not. Harry was his primary source. Um, he did not. Uh, so I, I'm not sure what new stuff there is, because I did see this kind of picked up again, even though I don't think it's a brand new story.
2: I think, so I, I think you maybe know what, more. No, I think now I look at it. I think what it is, is it's being regurgitated because of what's going on. You know, in in general now after October yep. the seventh, but certainly it's it's troubling and it got very little press before. Maybe it'll get a little bit more of this go round because that's that's tre. Well, I don't know if it qualifies for treason, but it certainly seems to be traitorous. <laughs> Wouldn't you say, Abe? Hey, I mean, you got a bigger <laughs> vocabulary I, than I do. I would say. All right. I'll tell
9: you the other thing. When you want to talk about things that are, uh, I'm not. I don't know how how you qualify these things, but the New York Times give your audience a minute to go.
2: Boo! <laughs> yeah, the New yeah. York boo hiss.
9: The New York Times has effectively, you know, been providing Hamas with uh, with intel on the detail of Israeli military movements. They've been they've gotten this. Uh, they apparently get certain uh, imaging, certain satellite stuff, and they're. I, they're going into great detail. Over Israel's doing this. We're approaching from here. He, these are the movements. They've confirmed it through this. Uh, thing. And it's like, you know, if they were doing the same thing using their their Hamas sources, revealing where uh, where the you know Hamas people are hiding out, or where the main where the main tunnel is is running, or something like that, that would be one thing. But why on earth? Are they going into this kind of detail on this mission on one side only?
2: Yeah. Well, I guess it uh tells us where they stand, if nothing else. Um I I saw some uh recent uh uh press conferences or whatever with Benjamin Netanyahu, and it appears though he's lost considerable weight. Um is he okay? Is he in pretty good shape, Abe, as far as you know?
9: Uh you know, he had this uh whatever, cardiac event
2: back um, in the summer when uh, yeah
9: in the summertime and i know it's not impossible that he is trying to lose weight sure um i know that he's out frequently uh he's out he's out in the morning walking he used to run i don't know if he can run anymore he's uh, getting up there already yeah um but uh so it, it the weight loss may be intentional
2: okay well it's just you know he always kind of looked the same for so many years and now to see him uh having lost so much weight i was a little troubled by that but certainly we're praying for him we're praying for you we're praying for israel and whatever we can do over here gosh i hope we can do it so abe take care of yourself
9: i'll I'll add one quick line that israel I, i heard this learned that the world cares less about us than we thought and we also learned that we care more about each other than
2: we thought. Amen well, to that. Time. All right. Well, so, we okay. certainly care more for you than ever before. So take care, Abe. We love okay. you. We'll talk to you next week. All right. Thank you. Okay. Thanks. Abe Katzman. You spelled Katzman with an S. You can find him on Facebook, LinkedIn, and abekatzman.com. We'll be back with more of the American Adversaries Radio Show. <laughs>
1: January 20th, 2017, will be remembered as the day the people became the rulers of this nation again. We assembled here today are issuing a new decree to be heard in every city, in every foreign capital, and in every hall of power. From this day forward, a new vision will govern our land. From this day forward, it's going to be only America first. We do not seek to impose our way of life on anyone, but rather to let it shine as an example. We will shine for everyone to follow. There should be no fear. We are protected, and we will always be protected. We will be protected by the great men and women of our military and law enforcement. And most importantly, we will be protected by God. We stand at the birth of a little millennium, ready to unlock the mysteries of space, to free the Earth from the miseries of disease, and to harness the energies, industries, and technologies of tomorrow. A new national pride will stir ourselves, lift our sights, and heal our divisions. Your voice, your hopes, and your dreams will define our American destiny. Together, we will make America strong again. We will make America wealthy again. We will make America proud again. We will make America safe again. And yes, together we will make America great again. Thank you. God bless you and God bless America. Let's go see the
2: Welcome to our number two of the American Adversaries Drive Time Now Primetime Radio Show. Thanks very much for tuning in. We do appreciate your being out there. Got Rick Brown in the Relax and Comfort Studio with myself, Christopher Hart. Jeff Sennis is on the bridge, 407 774 8255. Lori's up in Tennessee taking care of some legislative school stuff up there. John Barrows couldn't make it in tonight. He looks forward to being back in with us next week. He was Back on the terrace, though, last week, and I anticipate he'll be back out there again this week. And uh, and the the good things that still happen with uh, uh, women choosing life and uh, walking out of that place. All right, you'd like you can follow him on his Facebook page, John Barrows. That's B A R R O S, John Barrows on Facebook. Okay, and if you didn't catch uh, it at the beginning of the show, at the end of the show tonight we're going to play you about nine and a half minutes of our show from sunday night last year october 30th 2022 as we played a little bit of our show from october 31st 2010 all right 13 years ago our war of the words show and this was radio theater we wrote a script. And it's based on the War of the Worlds thing. And uh, okay, so um, I know the, the TV is uh, just off in there, Jeff. The monitor is just down. Um, so, anyway, we're going to leave you with a little bit of what we did last year. Um, and it's a taste of what we did 13 years ago. And it's, I want to do it again because it's uncanny as to how prescient it was at the time as to what's going on right now, and the moral of the story is uh, one that really needs to to be hit home again. So uh, we'll do that. That's how we're going to end the show tonight with about nine and a half minutes of War of the Words and a little bit of last year's show leading up to that last bit of War of the Words, if that made any sense. If <laughs> you could follow that. Anyway, I hope you'll just stay for the whole show and you'll get it, right? <laughs> Don't okay. leave. That's right. All right, Alright, so in the meantime, we got some other news we're going to get to, uh, but I want to remind you about this. If you haven't heard yet, you can text WIN to 94878. That's text WIN to 94878, and you could win two tickets to next week's third GOP debate, which will be held in Miami. Salem Media Group, of course, partnered with NBC on this. Hugh Hewitt will be one of the moderators. Hopefully, the God will give him more than one question. I think that's all he got last time. But anyway, uh, Salem has given away two tickets for somebody to go to that debate next week. But you have to enter to win today, tomorrow, and Wednesday of this week. And all you have to do, though, to to enter is to text win W I N to nine four eight seven eight. That's nine four eight seven eight. Okay, and uh, also uh, let me let me just uh, check something here. It's
3: too bad Hugh can't find out ahead of time how many questions
2: they're going to let him ask because he can be a little verbose too. He could make it really count. <laughs> oh, no doubt. No doubt. Speaking of that debate, uh, Mike Pence, we know, won't be in it because he has dropped out. Yay! He suspended his campaign over the weekend as he put it on Friday. I'm sorry, on a a speech on Saturday at a Jewish convention in Nevada. He said, uh, there's a time for everything. This was just... Not my my time. time. (laughs) He's
3: that sanctimonious way he speaks. It's such energetic and uh,
2: engaging and enthusiastic way he speaks. He dropped out, and and it got some some attention in the media. But Larry Elder has also gotten out, as well as the guy named Johnson. And I can't remember his first name. The the, the Johnson guy. Another guy named Johnson. Right. He is out. Uh, Larry Elder is out. Now, the two of them endorsed Trump. But Pence didn't endorse anybody. Um, Meanwhile, Trump also picked up an endorsement from Ben Carson and his wife. Very very heartfelt endorsement, I might add. And in terms of the polling, Trump continues to rise. Uh, In Nevada, he's at over 60 percent. DeSantis is down around 9 percent. Um, In Iowa, a new poll just came out in Iowa. It shows that Trump has gone up a point since August, I think from 43 to 44, something like that. But the newsworthy thing was that DeSantis was down three points, and Haley was up 10, and she is now tied with DeSantis for second place at 16% in Iowa. And uh, she, I believe, has also moved ahead of him in New Hampshire. So things continue to be dismal for Ron DeSantis. Meanwhile, uh, Lou Marin. As part of the Florida Republican Assemblies, they put together a recall letter to Ron DeSantis. Now, this is not to have a recall petition. To get him from out office. of office, no, no. This is to recall him back to be the governor of the United States. Bring it home, Ron. And that has gotten quite a bit of attention. I mean, it went viral over the weekend. Newsweek picked the story up. Yep. And so uh, uh, let's bring on Lou awesome Morin letter. right now to talk about this. Lou, did you expect to get this kind of attention when you wrote that resolution? Hey, Chris, and uh, great to
10: be on your uh, honor to be on the show again here. And to be honest, no, I didn't think this would go that far, but to my understanding it's not only good when national and when international went all the way
2: to Australia and came fantastic back. that's right and I I, I kept uh, you know checking Twitter and, and, and more and more individuals were reposting it and so it's been viewed millions of times by now yeah. and reposted probably tens if not hundreds of thousands of times blue
10: yeah and I and I'd like to preface this too listen. There's nothing—we love Governor DeSantis. I want everybody to understand that. We love Governor DeSantis. It's just that sometimes, you know, uh, it's kind of like what my grandpa taught me when I was a magician. He says, be a master of one, not a jack-and-none. He's got to come back home and finish up his job here. We elected him to be governor, okay, not to run for president. He's got a lot of work to do. He's He's done a lot of great things here for our children and I think that's just the beginning, but I think if he comes home and does what he's supposed to be doing, uh, he'll he'll even be a, a greater leader when uh, 2028 comes rolling around here. We'll give him an office. He'll be able to walk in the office here after Trump and uh, be able to uh, you know, stay in eight years. So we're just we want to save him for that next run.
2: Well, that's just it. I've always thought that it should be both and. We need both of these men. Uh, Trump for the four years he still has, and then DeSantis for eight, because no one president is going to get us out of this mess that we're in. It's going to take— Go ahead.
10: It's without a doubt. You you sit down and look at homeowner insurance, auto insurance. I mean, the average, I think right now— uh, in florida is like four thousand a year that's crazy the national average is 1900 uh we're also dis- discussing at this so-called ban the jab 252 they put through It's a lot of uh uh words in that uh bill that they passed that needs to be corrected and it's fabulous they with truth and trust violation they've they lost the the, the trust and our uh voters on this legislation uh, uh it's not a vaccine it's a genetic agent causing tremendous harm to the body negative efficacy uh it's, it's a, the required it requires us to 252 by the way requires us to, to get a mandatory vaccine if they want us to and i think that's wrong yep. you want to have it make it optional you know we got the open carry for HB 543 i think it was uh listen uh doing away the permit that's great great but we want open carry go all the way if you're gonna do do the job right yep. not halfway yep. why do we got capital police here in florida okay they have no no jurisdiction here send them back home to washington dc where they're supposed to be at you know other things we gave a big laundry list of items here in this uh resolution again if nothing's bad you can just come home and, and finish the job that you were hired to do
2: yeah you know he was at his peak in popularity. Right after he won re-election. But as soon as he announced he was running for president, it began oh. to tumble downwards. And his popularity was based on him being the governor of Florida.
3: And he promised and, us that's yeah. what he was going to right. do. So his, not only did he lie, but right. he was a huge disappointment when he did that. Well,
2: it, the, yep. And the smart political move would be to be the governor of Florida, a potential vice presidential pick, or use that two years between... Uh, 27 and 28 yep. to run for president, and so and, yes, and he sir. should have supported Trump. Now, I mean that would have, that would have solidified him, his place in you know, the party. He's jeopardized you know, all of that. Go ahead.
10: Before before we he made an announcement. We got we got word he's going to announce. We sent him a letter and said, listen, it would be best if you just put, us, put the brakes on, stay home, finish your job here. I guarantee you're gonna win this going to this next in 2028, 20, but but do not run. You've been better off to say, you know what? I'm thinking about running, but I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna endorse Trump and I'm gonna encourage all the other candidates that are running for president to to endorse Trump and let's get behind it and unify the whole party. And you know what? There's nobody can stop us going going into that election. Nobody'll be able to stop us. You know the other thing I find just hardy too. You know, in our Constitution, Sixth Amendment, it says, and I'm going to refer to our J6ers, you know, our governor is a constitutional officer. He yep. should be up there beating on Biden's death. Say, listen, these folks have a right to a speedy trial. You need to either try them or let them go. Here they are three years later, still in jail, suffering. But, you know, it, it breaks my heart. You know, uh, other things I look at, too. we got this world economic forum. Uh, you know what? Again, Tenth Amendment. Sorry, we don't recognize you guys. And about the World Health Organization and the United Nations, they're trying to interfere with our elections by nope. uh, using another COVID. Uh, uh, what do you call? It? We see that on the uh, on the horizon. What they're trying to do cause another uh, uh, outbreak or pretend it was another outbreak, so they can uh, you know take over our elections. No, right. stay Tenth Amendment. Keep out of our in your lane. Stay home. You know. And also too, we need to again uh, strengthen the Tenth Amendment and give our sheriffs the total authority to make sure that these uh, corrupt three-letter institutions that are abusing their authority uh, got to go through them in order to, uh, you know, prosecute any of our, our Floridians. I mean, to me, they just don't know about the Constitution. It would really be helpful if they either send them to school or get me on the phone so I could teach them. Because at the end of the day, I'm just shaking my head going, you guys,
3: I know
2: you it.
10: guys are way overreaching your authority.
2: I'm voting for Lou. <laughs> there you go. Are, are, have, you, have you caught any flack? Are you catching any flack for having issued this um, we recall? Got,
10: we got a few crazies. We got a few crazies, you know, but again, I, I try to share them. We love Governor DeSantis. Don't take this personal. You know, he's going to get his day, but right now is not the day. It's not the time. And it shows in the polls. I mean, when you're one-digit midget, I'd be like, holy crap, I'd be thinking that twice. This is a great opportunity to give him an out. You think about this. What we wrote— this gives them opportunity, saying maybe I need to reassess this, maybe uh, uh, maybe F R is right, or maybe I need to re- re- regroup and pull back and endorse Trump. And I'll tell you what, that'll still help them. That'll That's save the right. tiny. I'll tell you right now.
2: Oh, no doubt about it. I'm needed at home. No doubt about it. Uh, yes, okay. he is needed at home. All right. In the meantime, you got a meeting coming up here in a week or two.
10: Actually, it's November twentieth. November twentieth. Oh, uh, we have uh, Catherine Robbins talking about uh, human trafficking. So uh, we're not doing October here. We, uh, we, we, our presidential convention counted as a meeting. So we're going to move on to November. So November twentieth.
2: All right, that's three weeks from today. And how can people get involved?
10: Well, you go to uh, Florida Republican Assembly and uh, they can sign up on the under events there and get your early bird tickets. They're a lot cheaper than wait till the last minute because every week they go up five dollars. We have to get a, he- a clean head count, you know, for the uh, F and B folks. So. But uh, but yeah, uh, FloridaRepublicanAssembly.org. That's where you get your tickets. And uh, but appreciate all you guys do up there, man. Keep uh, you guys are truth tellers. You guys are patriots. And you know that's the sad part is uh, a lot of the media out there don't tell the truth. And we're just got to keep this momentum going so thank you for all you guys do
2: well same to you lou and uh, by the way i I read the letter and you can find it on their website and if you sign up you you get these alerts uh it's very well written and it's very reasonable and i hope the governor will give it some consideration lou thank you so much we appreciate you brother
10: thank you man god bless y'all
2: all right, same to you, and have a god day. All right, that's what hey, he wants to say. All right, let's uh, take a break. When we come back, we got a caller on the line. We'll take his call. we got some more news for you as well. And don't forget, if you would like a chance to win two tickets to the third GOP debate in Miami, might be fun just to go to Miami, right? Uh, just text WIN, W-I-N, to 94878. Text WIN to 94878. We'll be right
4: back. AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer.
5: Network Sound and Video makes memories last forever. There are so many reasons to convert your old media to digital. The advantages are endless. Digital is lighter, sturdier, and much more compact. And please consider this. Should you have to evacuate due to hurricane, flood, or fire, you couldn't pack all those heavy videotapes. You could, however, grab your entire album of DVDs and portable drives right off your bookshelf. Visit NetworkSoundAndVideo.com or call 407-834-8555.
7: Start building your online presence today. JJCMarketingSolutions.com That's JJCMarketingSolutions.com
2: is. To clean better with less effort, go to the Supreme Car Detailing Superstores. They're open from 10 to 6, seven days a week. Or you can order online at dasuperstore.com. That's dasuperstore.com.
0: Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer.
2: Ongoing police activity, the
7: greenway around Moss Park, blockage, slowdowns both ways around there. Crash 436 southbound at Dahlia Drive, I-4, going slow westbound around Colonial and from Kirkman to the 429. Eastbound, I-4, slow from World Drive to the Turnpike, also slow around West 1st Street. Your latest answer traffic, I'm Dave Dorica.
2: I hope you caught the Buffman show last night. He decided to do his own Halloween special, and all he had to do was on the regular news. <laughs> it's scary enough. It sure can be, that's for sure. Let's go to Bob on the line. Hey, Bob, how are you doing tonight? Thanks for calling the American hello, Adversaries. Uh, uh,
14: hello, Chris and friends. i hey. the defender of electric cars, and uh, I met you guys way back at John Boyd and Lake Mary had a wonderful time out there, and you guys have done... Oh, yeah. I'm really happy for your success, so... I remember that. Um, Thank you. You guys couldn't have been any nicer. So, the electric cars, man, The there was all, you know... I, I bought my wife an electric car four years ago, a Bolt, which was the most economical, but I'd have to say, in four years, zero problems. And it's not a car I wouldn't go across country with it, but, uh, you know, tagging around town, my big thing was, can I go to New Smyrna Beach and back? Yes, we can. And, you know, we haven't bought any gas. This is one of the many cars I own, but I like the car well and, you know uh, I,
2: I, I, well let me just interject i've i've, I've yeah. never said there's not a place for electric cars yeah. i mean there's been electric cars ever since they invented cars the, the issue was just yeah. you know how do you get the power to the to it so and the sustainability I, yeah I'm, I'm just saying that to, to think that everybody can be no. in an electric car is impractical um but you just you just, know, you know just said you is, just said uh, yourself you can't take it across country um
14: no I, and you, you don't want it's a good second car but for the, most people, you know, they don't drive. Well, I, 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 I'm a roofer, so I drive a lot. But, but for the average person going back to the mall or going to work or going to the beach or whatever, and you know, people like the, what do you do with the recycled batteries? I mean, they give you a 100,000 mile warning on the battery. So probably in 10 years, I'm not going to have the car, right? Yeah. And like everything, I mean, how many people do you know have a car built? I mean, I guess they had to recycle them things too somewhere, right? But, uh, you know, it's the modern world, man, everything changes, at least we have a choice. And when a a million people aren't buying gas, you know, the oil companies, if you notice, um, they can't keep the price up, much as they try. And Bob, you know, uh,
3: there was was a research project that came out of a think tank in Austin recently called the Texas Public Policy Foundation. And they've calculated that with all the subsidies and the cost of the car and all the regulations and the credits, and when they add all those up, yeah. it adds to the price of the car for somebody to pay, government or the, the consumer. It adds to the price of the car $53,267, yeah, well,
1: which over I, I the 10-year yeah, life I,
3: expectancy of the car at 120,000 miles equates yeah, you know, to $17.33 a gallon. $17.33 <laughs> <laughs> a gallon <laughs> well, I, if I, I you gotta, had to pay the bill. Room? Go ahead. Yes.
14: In my little world, okay, I got to worry about my little world, but I know in four years, and I've got other cars. I've got a Hellcat, and i got all that kind of stuff, but I like gas, but I like to have a choice. And what, you know, people go, oh, you know, your power bill is going to go up. It we went up like 10 bucks. We do a 110 charge, and, you know, it gets about overnight, it get about 60 miles per charge. And, you know, one day they're going to know how to recycle the battery, just like a cell phone. And it's the modern world, man. You can't stop it. And to, to say that, you know, they'll figure a way to recycle batteries. They refigure. You know, who uses leaded gas? I mean, I guess that they had to throw that one out. Or who uses diesel fuel or whatever? This is diesel. A, diesel a, lot lot,
2: a lot of people still use diesel fuel. Oh, yeah. that, that's <laughs> for is. sure. I use but, but hundred and fifty gallons. Look, I think we're on the same page. I mean, yeah. you as a roofer, yeah, I mean, no, you as a roofer, know you can't run a roofing company on electric pickup trucks right now, right? No. All no. right, so no, and, and yeah, I don't doubt you. I don't yeah. doubt that the technology will advance. Right. But what we're saying is that you should still be able to have a choice if you want of an course. internal combustion engine. And that's where we have a problem with what the government is doing and up until recently, the car manufacturers, and that was to try to force us all either into electric cars or out of our cars altogether, because, see, that's what I think is really happening, is they right. don't want us to have cars at all. And- well,
14: me and you are pretty close to the same age. Remember that guy, Jimmy Carter? He was the winner, right? Oh, yeah. And then you have Ronald Reagan. so people got to, they get, they, they, well, they actually booked the wallets, but... I try to get an electric pickup truck. My thirty nine thousand dollars electric pickup truck turned to be in ninety, so <laughs> yeah. uh, I pass on that. I can buy a lot of gas for. Right. I can't even count that. Many, right. But, right. You know, it, it, yeah, it, look, they got to get the prices look, down. That's I, the problem. I, exactly. That, but, I, I don't have
2: yeah. a problem with the marketplace advancing technologies. Right. Where I have a problem is when the government comes in and starts to force things on the marketplace and on us consumers, and that's the problem we've always had. And the electric car has just kind of gotten caught in the middle of all of that. Well,
3: you know, there's, there was so, another point to the to the research project too, because if if right. there's incentives and government subsidies totaling fifty three thousand dollars per car that's above and beyond what the consumer paying right right so, well, and I guess mean, who's well, paying well, that i got
14: the poor boy car uh, i got the poor boy one it was like under right. 35 and at right. that point well, they you, had they'd already butchered up they already i think uh, donald trump was still in office
2: yeah you you and you, you kind of like paid come down
14: like 1500 you right, know on the rebate right. but i mean it was it was right. something you know me well, enough, I wouldn't say that i
2: i take it vital question you only got 10 seconds to answer i take yep. it you will buy another one
14: Yes, I would. Okay. I'd be one of those guys. But, all right. Very but good. But I'd like to, like you said, choice. God bless.
2: All right. Thank, Thank you. you, Bob. Appreciate it. God bless it. you, Bob. Thanks for calling. All right. We appreciate you being out there. And thanks for listening for yeah, all man. these years, too. We appreciate that. We come back. we got another caller on the line. we got some other news we're going to get to as well. And don't forget, we're going to leave you with about a nine-and-a-half-minute segment of a show we did on Sunday night, October thirtieth, 2022, which was about a show we did on Sunday, October 31st 2010.
11: With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters reporting. Police say a heavily armed man killed himself rather than carry out an attack at a Colorado amusement park. Authorities in Colorado say the 20-year-old man was found dead at Glenwood Caverns Adventure Park on Saturday morning before it opened to the public, apparently breaking into the park while it was closed. He was armed with an AR-style rifle, a handgun and explosives, and was wearing body armor and technical clothing. Over the weekend, investigators looked for more bombs and searched his home. Garfield County Sheriff Lou Valario said a statement saying, I am not a killer, I just want to get into the caves, was written on a wall of a women's bathroom where he was found. On Wall Street, the Dow up by 511 points, the NASDAQ rose 146, the S&P advanced 49. More details at srnnews.com.
0: AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer.
2: at 407-366-6499 or visit them at jerryzmb.com remember they're your dealership alternative Jerry'snb.com 407-366-6499
0: welcome to the american adversaries drive time the titans of talk radio On AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer. Online at TheAnswerOrlando.com, AmericanAdversaries.com. Streaming on Rumble. And a special welcome to Super Channel WACX Antenna TV viewers on 55.7. Now, let's join the action.
15: Well, if you ask me where I come from, here's what I tell everyone. I was born by God's dear grace In an extraordinary place Where the stars and stripes And the eagle flies
2: all right. Welcome once again to the American Adversaries Radio Show. got Rick Brown and myself, Christopher Hart, in the Relaxing Comfort Studio. Jeff Sennis is on the bridge. Before we get back to the phone lines, just a couple of things real quickly here. First, if you'd like a chance to win a pair of tickets to the next Republican debate in Miami a week from Wednesday, November the 8th, just text W-I-N, that is WIN to 94878. Text WIN to 94878, you can do that through Wednesday of this week. And to get your chance to win that pair of tickets. Also, if you'd like to go see the Are You There Yet? Jeff Allen Comedy Tour, get your tickets at the AnswerOrlando.com website. That is November the 18th, Saturday from 7 to 9. It'll be in Windermere. And it's going to be a lot of fun. So get your tickets for that before they sell out. That's the Jeff Allen Are You There Yet? Comedy Tour. And he's one of Rick's favorite comedians, it turns out.
3: He is. I listen to him quite often at night.
2: All right. There you go. So uh, join us there for that on November the 18th. Get your tickets at the AnswerOrlando.com website. And you can also get VIP access. Find out at the AnswerOrlando.com website. All right. So uh, Judge Chutkin over the weekend reinstituted her gag order on Donald Trump. And, of course, he has appealed that already. And that, no doubt, will go all the way to the Supreme Court. Unfortunately, in the meantime, it appears as though it will be in effect unless the appellate courts themselves issue a stay on it, which is possible, but it is that Washington, D.C. appellate court, so probably not likely. All right. Uh, In the meantime... Uh, Trump continues to say things that uh, people construe against the, the, against the orders, and we'll just have to see if Chutkin agrees. In the meantime, also, the Trump children, that would be Ivanka, Eric, and Don Jr., are all to speak or to testify this week, I should say, on the stand in the New York civil case against Donald Trump. And it's, just, it's absolutely ridiculous. It's all meant to just humiliate these people, embarrass them as much as possible, cause them as much heartache and pain and lack of sleep as they can. It's just very cruel. What uh, Letitia James and these other prosecutors are doing is just downright mean and cruel. And that's the way they are. That's that's typical of, of liberals, so no surprise there. And then there's our man R.L. Peters, or Robert Peters, or the various iterations of the Peter's name. And uh, that would be, of course, uh, Joe Biden and John Solomon. Just the news uh, through via a uh, Freedom of Information Act request has gotten their hands on, or at least information that the archives has 82,000 at least eighty-two thousand pages of email documents that were transmitted under one of Biden's aliases while he was vice president.
3: Most, of, or many of those, with CCs of Hunter and Devin Archer. Right and. Everything that he's
2: denying yeah. all along the way. But he never had anything to
3: do with Hunter's no.
2: business. No. No, not that him. That was some R.L. Peters guy. That's right. All right, let's take Darren's phone call. Darren, how you doing? Thanks for calling. Go ahead.
15: Um, I just want to see your last caller. I believe Bob was his name. He isn't, I just wanted to point out to him, he hasn't faced the real cost of that electric car yet. The problem with electric cars is once you get, he said he goes, it's well, a 100,000 miles and I won't have it ten years. But when he goes to get rid of it you can't because nobody wants to buy a an electric car with twenty five thousand miles because they're gonna have to put a battery in it very shortly or you have to put a battery in it before you can sell it. So once you put miles on it they're they're almost worthless
2: well that's so that's what we he doesn't
15: realize he's not buying gas but every hour he puts those batteries is costing him dearly when he goes to get rid of that He, he won't be able to give it away well to replace uh, the batteries
2: that's quite possible that's the stage that we're beginning to get to now as these yeah. shall we call them first generation of EV cars mature and because we haven't really gotten to that point yet. So the, nobody's really had to deal with that yet. But now we're beginning to get yeah. there, and people will have to deal with that. And we'll just have to see uh, how people uh, deal with it. <laughs> so. see, the,
15: deal, the dealers that lease them, they, they lease them for three years, and they're getting them back with, say, 30,000 miles.
2: Yeah,
15: And they're, they're taking such a hit that... They they don't know what to do with them because they, and if they come back with 80,000 miles, they get they're going to need their battery very what? soon. So they're they're, they're just worth it. it doesn't matter how well you take like what? an old car a Not, gas car if you take care of it really really well, yeah. it's still worth a lot of money. Right. But these it doesn't matter how well you take care of it, it's but pretty much I, worthless. I, I would the have, shot.
2: Look, I would imagine that some clever entrepreneur is going to come up with some solution to this it may not be you know uh financially desirable but uh there will probably be somebody that will come up with some solution maybe a gas conversion uh, but it may be i still like my idea just park them all next to each other put solar panels on the top of them and there you got renewable energy all right well thank you darren appreciate you calling all right alfred uh, how are you doing tonight and thank you for calling
3: thank you i'm doing fine hi rick Hey, Alfred, hey, thank you for calling last week. You're welcome. Appreciate that.
16: You're welcome. Listen, uh, uh, talking about electric cars and electric vehicles in general, can Ford uh, convert those F-150s to gas engines? Because they have a bunch of them that haven't sold.
2: I would. Imma- I don't know, but I would imagine that the chassis and the body are the same. Yeah. You would just uh-huh. have to replace the motor. The problem is when those cars are built, you know, the motor is put in before the body is put around exactly. it. So it, it, it may not be cost effective to re, uh-huh. to remanufacture them.
3: And in many cases, so many, you may have so individual
2: many. motors on each of the wheels. No, I think they're probably just stuck with them, and, so we'll, have to, and we'll have to and we'll have to unload wasted. them somehow or yeah. in the marketplace, and just not build as many in the future. As, yes, I, as I mean, said with, with, with Bob, I mean, there is a, a market for these vehicles. It's just not as massive as they want it to be. And you, the sales of them are falling. And you know
16: where they can be used basically more? Up in the villages, you know, they have those code cars that
2: that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. The golf that's right. <laughs> With your F-150. Yeah, 150. It yeah.
16: Got right in there, right in that community, you could drive it. You know. All right.
2: All right. Well, what, like was I say, the,
16: what was the what was the Volta driving distance
3: that he said? I didn't hear it.
2: I don't know. It's probably around 300 miles. That seems to be typical. He said he could go to New Smyrna and back. Yeah, he so. made
3: the reference. If he charges it on the the 112
2: overnight, he gets about six to 110. He gets about 60 miles. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm.
3: Okay, uh, no, I, I
16: I call them
2: the wind-up toys. Well, he said he could take it. He could take it to New Smyrna and back. Look, the, the top of the line Tesla cars. I mean, those are very nice vehicles. Do you know these things will come to you when you call it? Yep. I mean, Ooh. oh yeah. And and, 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 it'll, and and it will, on its own, if you set the thermostat in it, it will, on its own, turn the air conditioner on in the car so that it doesn't get too hot for you when you come out of the store or whatever. It
16: sure has a lot of features. My right. Lincoln features. does that. Right. So, right.
2: so, so yeah. yes, they can be nice vehicles. Just not for everybody. No. The nice Toyota. thing about the internal combustion engine is everybody can own one. That yeah, was exactly. the whole Toyota, idea. To, Henry Ford's,
16: company. yeah.
2: Henry Ford's idea was to have every American family have a car. Good
16: on a car. That's yeah.
2: right. So that so he came up with the vehicle that everybody could own. Toyota,
16: I think tall Ford, I think specifically, because they they have interchangeable parts that uh, they they
2: said don't get into it don't get it. toyota didn't get uh, no uh, no toyota didn't fuel. get heavily it yeah. i don't think toyota produced any evs not no, that they i can didn't. they no, well they I had the they so. had the prius the prius the, okay the, Well, the best well the best one of that
16: the, the combination is the prius because it's electric and, and combustion well, so you can well they things. they have honda. Uh,
2: uh, 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 other cars are like that and honda has i think it's the prelude the new prelude that is a the hybrid Preludes. that you I do agree. not plug it in and you still gas it up; it will get on a tank of gas up to 600 miles of range, because mm-hmm. the gas, while you have while you're burning the gas, it's also generating electricity to charge the battery. If that's and, more practical, exactly. And that's, like I said, just let the marketplace figure it out, and we'll be okay all right yeah, thank you Alfred. It,
16: don't force it on the people
2: that's right all right thank you alfred appreciate okay. thank you being god with. bless you
16: both thank okay you.
2: what we'll do right now is we'll go ahead and take the break so that when we come back we'll have plenty of time for our nine and a half minutes of the war of the words you are listening to the american adversaries radio show and after us you got david pollack live and tonight he's got Ho- hogan gidley on and we had hogan on the show with us a number of times during the campaign he was a trump spokesman and i presume he may still be i don't know I'll be listening with you as David Pollack has him on his show. Uh, That's after us. And then, of course, you got American Medicine Today, and then some Charlie Kirk, and then Officer Tatum. And Officer Tatum will be sitting in for Carl Jackson on the Officer Tatum show tonight. (laughs) Amazing. It's a rare occasion. So stick around. It's always good right here on Salem Media Group Orlando. We'll be right back.
0: AM 950 and FL 94.9, The Answer.
12: Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Do you suffer with low energy, difficulty sleeping, digestive issues, frequent illnesses, and more? If you answered yes to any of these questions, Heist Health Clinic is for you. Hi, this is Renee Humphreys. At Heist Health Clinic, we use holistic methods to balance your body so it can help heal itself. Call Heist Health Clinic at 407 677 1660 or go online to drheist.com so we can help you experience outrageous health.
6: Friends, Lair Adams of the American Adversaries here to remind you to call Cafe Positano's right now and ask about today's chef specials. You know they make the best pizza, strombolis, and calzones, but call ahead the menu changes. Maybe tonight they'll have chicken with mustardello sauce, salmon in a mango citrus glaze, flounder with mushrooms and spinach in a wine reduction, or parmesan-crusted T-bone steak. Got you drooling yet? Google it now and dine in, pick up, or have delivered Central Florida's most authentic Italian food, Cafe Positano's.
13: Hi, I'm John Siebert, president of Patriot Home Funding, Central Florida's best mortgage broker. And we are making mortgages great again by offering the lowest rates and best service, all while not charging any lender, junk fees, or points on most of our products. And if you are a veteran, we will pay for your appraisal as a way of saying thanks for your service. Take the Patriot Home Funding Challenge. We'll give you five-star luxury service and save you money. Give us a call at 407-389-5132. That's 407-389-5132 or visit us at myphf.com. At Patriot Home Funding, we finance the American dream.
7: Patriot Home Funding is a licensed mortgage broker business in the state of Florida, NMLS 171699, and is an equal housing lender. John Siebert is a licensed mortgage originator in the state of Florida, NMLS
2: 305711. We all know we can't avoid death and taxes. Here in Florida, we also can't avoid mold, mildew, and grime building up on our homes, businesses, carports, and sidewalks. When it's time for you to tackle that dirt and grime, call Deer Brothers Exterior Cleaning, D-E-E-R-E. They do it all from soft washing roofs to high-powered washing for those really tough jobs. No job too big or small. So when it comes time for you to deal with the mold, mildew, and grime, call Deer Brothers Exterior Cleaning at 407-978-8834. Leave the dirty work to them, 407-978-8834. All right, welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen, the American Adversaries radio show. Before we get to the uh, War of the Words thing, I just want to uh, tip the hat to Cole Joseph with his American flag uh, celebration and retirement ceremony on Saturday. It was a, a huge success. He did a great job. I learned a lot. I did, too. About the, the care and proper care of the American flags. Yeah, and things was a, I didn't know.
3: It's a great presentation.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I always thought the red stripes stood for blood. Me too. And it's not. It's it's more that it stands for um, a bravery, bravery, courage, and valor. Uh, yep. valor, right? The white, I knew, stood for for purity, that sort of thing. And the blue and stands for vigilance, wasn't it? Yeah, and I always thought
3: the, the blue was courage and bravery.
2: Right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. We
3: were taught wrong in school, Chris. Well, I guess
2: we were. And I thought when a flag got dirty... Not not torn, but dirty that you still had to retire it. Uh, but no, you actually can wash a flag in the washing machine, cold water, no bleach. Yep. But then you lay it out, lay it flat, out flat on a or table hang or hang it right yep. uh, in order to dry it. So and and some other things as well. But it was a tremendous success. And I want to thank all of you listeners that came out uh, and helped us uh, to help Cole. Every- and I, I do believe he's going to get that eagle rank. Go oh, ahead. Yeah.
3: And they retired over 300 flags that day.
2: That's right. They did. And they also have a cool tradition, too. When they retire the flags, they bury the ashes and, uh, ceremoniously and say a prayer over them. And they used to bury the grommets uh, that come on most flags, too. But now they keep the grommets, and they, they give them out as reminders. Yep. And so we each got a grommet. Yep. You put them on your keychain,
3: yeah. and you always remember the flag.
2: Absolutely. And what it stands for. Absolutely. Absolutely. So as I said, uh, when we first started this show back in 2010, uh, we decided to write a, and, and, and uh, a, a buddy of mine, Ed, Fast Eddie, came up with the idea because our first Halloween show was on Halloween night, October the 31st, Sunday, 2010. So I mentioned it to Larry, and he said, well, we should do a takeoff on War of the Worlds. So we did. And Oscar Dennis and Larry and I wrote the script. We each wrote a little bit of it and, uh, and we all came in and, uh, and Jenny came in and, and, and Larry's girlfriend came in and, and we all did the show that day. And uh, and we're gonna probably play you a little bit of it tonight. and this would be the last part of it. And it's the moral of the story as we called it. And just I mean' it's, it's just uncanny that what, we're go, what we went through since then until now and how relevant, I think, what we were doing that night was. And uh, pretty proud of it. I mean, it's kind of campy. I mean, it, it's it's campy. It, it's, 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 it's supposed to be campy. Yeah, I mean, it's just cheesy, but uh, that's what You're it's supposed to be. You're not putting
3: on a serious production. That's
2: right, but it had sound effects and everything. I mean, we were real proud of it. And to think that we did this only two months into this show. And, and, and how many times, how many place did you hear that thing anymore. So anyway, here it is. A uh, little bit of war of the words and I hope you enjoy it. In the meantime, keep loving, keep praying, don't give up, never surrender and try to be a little more godlike every day. So uh, and once again if you like this, you want to hear the whole show later on tonight or tomorrow or whatever, go to our archive, go all the way back to October 31st, 2010. That's where you'll find it. Night everybody in this segment is we're going to play you a little bit more of our War of the Words original air date, October 31st, 2010. Of course, this was prior to the shellacking of Barack Obama. You remember that? yeah. And the Tea Party movement came rushing in. And we'll see what happens in the election here in just a little over a week, a week from Tuesday, as a matter of fact. So we played some clips earlier. By the way, you can find the whole show in our archive back on the October 31st 2010 also last year we did more extensive cuts on our Halloween show which was October 31st 2021 uh, but uh, we have more abbreviated cuts for you tonight so what we're gonna do here is we're gonna play you the basically the moral of the story okay and uh, the way this worked was uh, we wrote the script And we recorded the show earlier that day simply so we could get all the sound effects in it and everything. And Colin Brady, God rest his soul.
6: Did a fabulous job. He did. He worked engineering
2: engineering the show, putting it together for us, and um, dedicated it to my mom because she passed away as uh, we were writing the script for it. And uh, Lair wrote. I think most of his parts. Mm-hmm. Dennis wrote uh, some Dennis of wrote his, his parts He's and put them all together. Yeah, I wrote parts and we put it all together, and uh, and it was about uh, a, an alien ship landing in Washington D.C. And once again, as we were listening to it earlier, queuing it up for tonight's show, it was remarkable how it was reminiscent of January the sixth, yeah. right? <laughs> all this chaos and violence going on on Capitol Hill. Nancy Pelosi was a speaker at that time. Sure, are. we even teased about her carrying around her big gavel. Remember that part? So anyway. It came Wait, down me,
6: me, like her husband just carried around the <laughs> yes, hammer. <laughs> yes,
2: yes. And it turns out that Nancy Pelosi was actually um, George Takai in drag. Yes. It, yes <laughs> and so here is the moral of the story. Let, let's give you this and then we'll come back after this. Jeff, if you please. Find her
9: we are broadcast professionals so please do not try this at home and now back to war of the words
6: hello america this is lair adams in closing on this incredible night I'll tell you the latest on what our country, our world is enduring. I've learned one thing, that man is a thinking creature. Actually, that's a line from a really cheesy alien movie where the alien looks like a cross between a cucumber and like a big acorn squash and this ugly, horrible scowl on his face. Like he just smelled something really bad. Oh, that was was bad. They ended up killing him with a small Ace Hardware blowtorch to his eye. Folks, I kinda felt sorry for him. Anyway, I got off the track, and and this is important. This is the moral of our story. The Liberal aliens took over the world, and alas, they have consumed all of the conservatives. Liberals literally ruled the world. They had total control. You might think that all would be right and joyous in the world, with only compassionate, genius liberals left, but you would be wrong. Well, at first there was a brief period of joy, but it soon deteriorated into a world far worse than any the planet has ever known. Very soon, boredom sets in. Liberals somehow feel empty in their lives. They begin to snipe and picket one another, first over petty things, and then over everything. It isn't long before they begin to fight, kill, and consume one another. First, to go... Are the appeasers themselves groups like the media now and intellectuals then it was every alien for themselves you see the liberals violated natural law they destroy their hated opposite conservatives and conservatism they did not realize that the Greek philosophers what they knew over 2,500 years ago and what our forefathers did learn over 200 years ago that our natural world is made up of opposites they're all around us even in us we cannot avoid them nor live without them no one side of an opposite can exist by itself opposites need one another to be complete in fact they are simply extremes of one another like benjamin franklin said A man who is 19 and isn't a liberal has no heart. A man who is 40 and is not a conservative has no head. Liberals are like children who want no responsibility. This is why our forefathers designed our government as an adversarial form of government. Uh, Did you like that little plug for the adversaries? (laughs) Uh, it, It is the natural state of things humans are prone to disagree. Our elections are how we rebalance power. Furthermore, we need a war of the words to be complete. Without a constant back and forth via a war of the words, we would eventually internalize our disagreements and resort to violence, both towards others and towards ourselves, a war of blood. that sounded dramatic, didn't it? (laughs) After the liberals and aliens rid themselves of all conservatives, they discovered that they still had differences. Some liberals were conservative liberals. They were killed next. On and on and on and ad infinit, ad infinitum. it, It kept going until no one was left, except, hopefully, a few pockets of humans who somehow escaped. And would have to pick up the pieces and start over again. And the same would be true if conservatives have complete control. Don't you understand that? Oh. in the future. If ever one side or the other were to somehow gain control, all of us, we need to do one thing. And what would that be, Larry? To sound the alarm! The alarm!
0: The alarm! The alarm! The alarm!
2: Chris. Okay, Chris, and as it Chris. turns out, our war of the words was a bad dream I was having because I ate too many uh. burritos or something. <laughs> but, it was you know, intestinal we, fortitude. Yeah. <laughs> we listened back at that, though. I, I, it's relative to today. It, it is.
6: If it's not weird more how so. you got it right. Where the Democrats go after each other, they're yep. actually doing that right now.
2: Today, I mean, <laughs> what we did back then, it really would just fit in today. It would, and it was. Uh, I got to admit, it was. It was. It was quite the undertaking, but. The moral of the story is that we do need both sides. Yeah. You know, we we need liberals and liberals need us. Right. Because that is how we hone our thinking skills. That's how we hone our politics. If it's all one-sided, it's way out of balance. Hey, Chris, exactly. that's
6: where politics becomes political science. There is a
2: science to it. Absolutely. As the Greeks said and they got it right, it is the highest pursuit of human activity. But that means it draws in the worst of us. Yeah, isn't that But it true? also draws in the best of us. So it is that constant struggle, the constant battle between the opposites of good and evil or left and right. All right or right and left. <laughs> all right anyway uh, okay, well there it is, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we did calculate I guess I didn't add my <laughs> minutes just right we had more we had a minute left to go here so funny we're, stuff. we're back we're live but really uh, really spot on. It was. and uh, if you go back and you listen to the whole thing, it, it's pretty hilarious is in my opinion anyway, the way it all plays out. Uh, with the alien ship landing there. And Barack Obama turns out to be, guess what? An alien. alien. (laughs) (laughs) Many of us still believe that. (laughs) That's for sure. (laughs) All right. Don't forget to text WIN to 94878 if you want a chance to win a pair of tickets to next week's, that's November the 8th, Republican debate in Miami. All right. So now we're going to turn it over to David Pollack. So Please, don't don't give up. up. Never (laughs) surrender. Keep loving. Keep praying. And for the second time, night, everybody.
0: Exclusive media partner of the Republican presidential debate, November 8th in Miami, AM 950, FM 94.9, WORL, Orlando.
11: The Answer this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters reporting. President Biden is welcoming the potential end of the six-week strike by the big three auto workers. White House correspondent Greg Clugston reports.
3: Workers at Ford's, Stellantis, and General Motors have agreed to tentative deals to end their work stoppage. President Biden applauded the news at the White House.
10: They want a record contract with over a 30% increase in wages, greater retirement security, and more paid leave. The President